All right, good everybody. This is E. Marcel Toot. Welcome to another edition of the Technical State of Georgia Athletics. We are recording this day of the game. These Thursday night contests come fast at you, and it's a big game for Georgia State football as they visit Louisiana in a crucial Sun Belt contest. As always, to follow everything that we do, go to the mothership, the sportsinquirer.net. Premier Siphon News and Notes in the world of sports. You can also go to our social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under Sports Inquirer. You do a search on there. And you'll be able to keep track of everything that we have going on. And then finally, subscribe to our audio and video host, such as YouTube, SoundCloud, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You do a search on there under the Sports Inquirer, and you'll be able to keep track of all that we have going on. An example of that is our exclusive interview with Georgia State senior defensive back Chris Moore. We're going to play it here on the show, but since it's only an audio edition of the Technical State, if you want to see the video version of this interview, you can go to all of those platforms and find it. And he previewed the Georgia State matchup tonight against Louisiana, like we're going to do right now. But let's look back to last week with the, the Panthers earning their third straight win uh, of the season with a 21-14 road victory <clears throat> over Georgia Southern at Polson Stadium. Uh, Jemias Williams had the game-winning touchdown on a 23-yard TD run with 26 seconds remaining to give the Panthers the victory. As I mentioned, that extended their winning streak to three games, and Georgia State now sits at 4-4 four and four overall, 3-1 and one in the Sun Belt Conference and are tied for first in the Sun Belt Eastern Division. Uh, so that was a very big win for the Panthers. And uh, here is Coach Elliott on that Georgia State victory and preparing to face Louisiana. What a nice win we had uh, this past weekend against Georgia Southern down there in Statesboro. It was another conference win, another, uh, you know, just all in all good effort. You know, three phases. Uh, one of our phases took a little bit of time getting in gear, but we, uh, we got it in gear. Uh, in the nick of time and pulled out that victory. Very proud of uh, of how we accomplished it. It certainly was an exciting ball game. I mean, you come down and you take a drive with a minute and 38 seconds and uh, and you go score as quickly as we did. And then we have to, you know, fight our tails off to the bitter end with, with two seconds in their attempt to, to go uh, put it in there to, to get back in it or, or to tie it up. So very proud, but, uh, you know, in this day and age, you know, with these Thursday night ball games, you got to put that thing to rest and get moving forward. And we play a good, a great Louisiana team. I think they're the 24th ranked team in the country. Another, another ranked opponent for us this season, which is always nice. And uh, we play them down there at their place. I believe it's 7:30 on ESPN. So we've had to get going uh, pretty quickly. Uh, you know what's really good about this thing is when you get to the eighth or ninth game of the year, or whatever it is, and the ninth game of the year. That uh, you know the physical part of practice is is kind of is kind of mute at this point. Uh, so we just really gotta, you know, I, I think you know go out and make sure we align to execute properly and work on our fits defensively and then certainly offensively. You've got to know uh, you know uh, about what you're doing in your protections in your run game and you know our run game is pretty consistent. So uh, you know we feel pretty confident about that. So we're ready to go. We're ready to go play. And as I mentioned, that victory extended their winning streak to three contests. Uh, the Panthers started the season one and four, but have now won three consecutive contests. Uh, and that first, and in that losing streak or that slow start 
was a loss to, at, to Appalachian State at home. But since then, they've been able to win a contest against Texas State, Louisiana Monroe, and Georgia Southern. So it's a big turnaround for the Panthers uh, for this season. Here is Coach Elliott on rebounding from that one and four start. You know, when you, when you start out one and four and you climb yourself out of the hole, you know, there's a lot of teams, they've, a lot of teams, a lot of fans, a lot of sports writers, a lot of, a lot of everybody would just kind of shovel the dirt right over the top of it and said, all right, let's move on in basketball season and go forth. But guys, we, we knew we, we faced a tough non-conference schedule. And, you know, at, at times we played pretty good in those games. At times we didn't. And we found ourselves sitting there, you know, uh, uh, in, in a deep hole, but we've climbed ourselves out of it. We almost can peek over the edge, Stan. You know, you know, you climb out, you get to the top, you kind of look around and go, hey, this is what the world looks like. We're almost there. And I think they can see that right now. We've got really good spirits and, and that's a good thing. Like I said, winning cures all, makes food taste better. Your grades get better. Everything feels a lot better. You get more dates and, you know, let's just hope we can continue doing that. Yeah, and they did have a very competitive non-conference schedule playing at nationally ranked North Carolina at the time and nationally ranked Auburn uh, facing Army, a very good team as well. So that non-conference slate was pretty difficult. And facing Appalachian State, who are uh, have postseason aspirations, well, not postseason aspirations, but are a uh, contending to be a nationally ranked team themselves. So very tough portion to start the season, uh, but they rebounded with a nice stretch here. A big part of that also has been the insertion of Darren Granger into the starting lineup as the quarterback. He had 141 passing yards and rushed for 31 yards in the Georgia Southern victory. He has become more valuable than ever because over the weekend, or over the past well, 48 hours, we saw or the announcement of Cornelius Quad Brown he has entered the transfer porter. Uh, Brown, the fourth, came into the season as the incumbent starting quarterback, even started the uh, season opener against Army. Uh, but since then, Granger has been inserted into the starting lineup at quarterback. The team has won more, have been uh, very productive, and Qua Brown is now in the transfer portal. So that's a development that's happened since the last Technical State episode of uh, the show. So, yeah, so here is uh, Elliot on Granger's development, and he was saying this about uh, after that Georgia Southern game. Yeah, he certainly missed a couple of those throws, and, um, you know, that that happens. You know, when two or three of those throws get away, you you don't – you don't second guess them all that much. Now, when, when four of them get away, then, then we have some issues. And and uh, well, we certainly have to get better at that. You know, I told him on the sideline, hell, hell I'm, I'm telling you right now, I wasn't too happy with him. You know, I told him today, I said, you about knocked out a cheerleader on one of those throws. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, we, and we do. We have to get better in, the, in that game. But uh, some of the concepts that I think we're doing, uh, we can make him a little bit more comfortable in the pocket maybe without the play action and, um, you know, delivering that type of drop. Maybe we can just straight drop back and and, and give him some easier reads right there and, and not taking his eyes off the actual uh, concepts down the field. But he's going to get better, and uh, he does a lot of good things in a run game for us, and uh, it's going to continually improve. I think he was 16 and 26, you know, uh, 16 and 27, was it? Um, so not uh, not uh, just terrible. So uh, he's an effective ball player. And he's doing a good job for us. He's got a great attitude, and he's willing to accept and work on everything we tell him to do. 
Yeah, so he's provided a dual threat capability for the Panthers that has helped the offense grow, especially using the legs. We've seen the Panthers average more than 200 yards rushing in their winning streak. They do face a stiff test tonight against Louisiana. The, the Raging Cajuns are undefeated in conference play, are coming off a 45 nothing shutout of Texas State. Big offensive weapon for the Cajuns is senior quarterback Levi Lewis. Uh, he had 228 passing yards and three TDs in that victory over Texas State. Uh, he is now the all-time passing touchdown leader in Cajuns history, surpassing Jake DeLone, the legendary Carolina Panther who led that team to a Super Bowl appearance. Uh, but he has been uh, in a, a – you have an A of Jake Bentley uh, over at South Alabama. You also have uh, – you know, well, just put himself in the conversation as a, a, a very good quarterback, uh, Bryce over at Coastal. But uh, Levi Lewis is right there among the top quarterbacks in the conference. Uh, here is Coach Elliott on the challenges – that Louisiana is going to present tonight. Well, I mean, you got to play flawless. They're they're a very good football team. You know, defensively, they're going to try to run the football on us. Uh, they're 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 big and strong up front. That that that's their their mo. So uh, they're going to try to push us around up front. We got we got to stop the run to be successful. Uh, I think their quarterback does a great job of managing uh, their game plan, and uh, he's certainly critical in their their attack. So we've got to watch out for those. So those guys, of course, but defensively, you know, uh, they're real summer offense and they're the bigger guys, you know, up front They're they're going to change between a four man and a three man front. So we have to be prepared for that, but we have to do flawless things uh, in execution in all three phases. And uh, that's the only way we're going to win. And, uh, but we, we've got to understand that. Yeah. And they also have statistically the, the top scoring defense in the entire conference. So that's going to be a very stiff test for the Georgia State Panthers. But now let's transition to our exclusive interview with Georgia State senior defensive back Chris Moore on an edition of Fighting Peaches. Here he is talking about uh, the team, the, the maturation of uh, his talents, and the winning streak, and preparing to face Louisiana. Uh, here he is on Fighting Peaches. All right, good, everybody. This is Emar Sopertooth of Sports Inquirer, and we're joined by Chris Moore from Georgia State Football. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us. I know it's a short week for the squad. How are you doing uh, just preparing for Louisiana? Um, as you said, it's a short week, so this week's more mental than physical. It's like getting a lot of film in. We got two less days than usual, so you got to kind of overload on film. Uh, a little, little longer nights, but everything's good. Yeah, you had a big day against Georgia Southern in the last matchup of the last time team was on the field. Eight tackles, big interception. What about that performance, and how big was that for the team to get a victory over Georgia Southern? Really big, big for the program. You know, um, it was just preparing all week. Uh, it wasn't a surprise at all, you know, for me or the team to win. You know, we had uh, the mindset on the week was to win. Regardless, there was no doubt in our mind. So we went there and did exactly what we practiced all week. Yeah, take it back to that interception. That was a big play for you. What did you see on that play uh, just to put yourself in a position uh, for the pick? Um, so all week we knew, you know, they're a triple option team, and then they try to get you on those, get Law to sleep you, uh, Law you to sleep, and then do the little magic uh, wheels out the backfield. So I just read high hats, you know, uh, read the route concept, and went and made a play. 
Yeah, we've spoken or we've spoken with Coach as far as the media goes about the first few contests. The team was not creating turnovers, not getting fumbles and interceptions. But the past few contests, you've had at least two uh, intercept, at least two turnovers uh, in these contests. What has it been about these past few contests that has led the team to create more turnovers? Well, and our uh, just throughout practice, our scout periods and, and our team periods against the uh, the offense, there's been a real emphasis on getting the ball getting the ball back, whether punching at it, uh, going to get turnovers in the air as a secondary, just figuring out how to get the ball back and create extra possessions for the offense. Yeah, and is that also, was that just because you played a very tough non-conference schedule? Are you facing really competitive teams? Uh, was that, what when you look at that experience, do you think that prepared you for conference play uh, now that you're in the middle of it? Uh, most definitely. I would say early in the season, we definitely had opportunities to take away the ball, but we're kind of missing those opportunities and not taking advantage of them. So, you know, after film study and constantly emphasizing in practice, you know, started making the most of those opportunities when they come. Yeah, let's go to you individually. You have an interesting uh, path. You spent four years at Virginia. Uh, you played collegiately there. Uh, before we get to where you are now, being a 60-year senior, super senior, I guess is what the term is, uh, what led you to continue playing football and come to Georgia State uh, when you first made that decision? Um, so our old safeties coach, Coach Collins, was actually uh, someone I grew to get close with through the recruiting process. You know, COVID hit, and, you know, it, uh, recruitment started out big and then COVID hit, so it kind of messed up all my visits a little bit, and it kind of died down. But uh, consistently, Coach Collins always texting me, calling me, checking in on me throughout the whole process. And so, you know, uh, what my coach told me back in high school when I was trying to figure out where I was going was to go where you're loved, not liked. And so I felt that here at Georgia State, and that's why I came here. Yeah, and now you're, you're, you're sixth year of playing a college athletics. What was the decision process for you to come back for this season? Because even after last year, I'm sure you had some options uh, to move on from the program. Um, well, just to uh, get more film and create the best opportunity for me to uh, go play at the next level. Yeah, and how has the senior year been for you? Some guys come back and it's not what they wanted, they, a little bit of apathy. Uh, but how has this year been for you as a six-year senior of uh, being part of the team and uh, trying to lead yourself to another bowl appearance and even a conference championship because you're still in contention for that? Um, it's going pretty good. I would say, you know, it started slow. You know, winning's everything, so it started kind of slow. But, you know, when we start, when we were at one and four after Auburn, you know, we uh, build it back, build it back every week, trying to go one, one and oh each week. So, you know, just climbing back, trying to make the plays that come my way. And, yeah. And now let's go to Louisiana, who you face uh, this upcoming week. A very tough opponent, a dual threat quarterback in Lewis, likes to run the ball and throw it. How have preparations gone for, for the team on the defensive end, preparing for an offense that you know is a very versatile? Um, just, you know, give them respect where respect due. Uh, one's a really good player, but we just know we got to contain them. Just how uh, last week with Georgia Southern, we knew they had a very mobile, athletic uh, backfield, but just containing it, uh, plastering on the back end because we know he can extend plays and just, you know, being assignment sound, being where you're supposed to be and making the plays that come to you. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of veteran talk. Is that something you were you, – would you have been able to talk like that as a freshman earlier <laughs> in your career as far as breaking uh, down but all probably that Probably not, but, yeah, not, now I know. Right, probably not, not as a freshman. 
but yeah, and you mentioned your future as far as getting film. Uh, do you feel that you have been able to produce this year and put yourself at least in an opportunity to continue your career professionally just from what we've seen from you this year? Oh, I think so. I think uh, just the uh, most important games you play, like the Auburn game, I had a pretty good game. And then this game, but as I said, there's still four, four to six games left for us. You know, four to six games. Hopefully we get six of them left. So a lot more plays to be made. All right. Well, we appreciate the time. And I know it's a short week and you got a quick turnaround. So we thank you for spending some time with us and safe travels to Louisiana. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, we thank Chris Moore for joining us for the interview. Hopefully you got some good content out of that and some good information. Uh, So that concludes this edition of the Technical State of Georgia Athletics. Thank you for joining us on today's show. As always, you can head to the mothership, the sportsinquire.net. For all your news and notes in the world of sports, you can also go to our social media platforms of Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under Sports Inquire. And finally, subscribe to us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts under the Sports Inquire. Until next time, good fight, good night, and be safe.